Happy October, everybody. Well, at least uh, it's October 5th as of the time I am recording this. Um, this is a update little podcast for Necromaniacal and for the Necro podcast itself. Um, basically, just kind of wanted to give a rundown of what I've been doing, uh, what I've been up to, talk about uh, new music, talk about a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, went to a Meshuggah concert. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. It was at the Royal Oak Music Theater a week from today, or a week ago from today, actually. Um, And, you know, filled in for my good buddies in the band Siphoned. Um, Creeping Nights got a new song out. There's a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Um, But, yeah, been trying to do the podcast more consistently. I'm in an audio production class at Oakland. um, So, you know, I'm getting my feet wet with that, so... Um, yeah, I'm going to be learning more about podcasting in that, you know, realm of my, uh, my degree. Um, gonna check out the radio station, obviously, because, you know, it'd be really cool to bring this podcast to, uh, the world of Oakland, but obviously, you know, got to take some artistic liberties in terms of like, you know, what I say versus what I can't say, all that fun stuff. Uh, but, uh. Yeah, I hope everybody's doing okay. I hope everybody's doing well. It's a very busy time for everybody. But yeah, um, just kind of wanted to do a little update for you guys. So uh, as always, if you're listening, thank you and welcome to the Necro Podcast. So... So, 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 um, I guess first off, the most fresh topic is the siphoned show. We played at Parts and Labor in Melvindale. Um, pretty cool venue, I have to say. Um, one of the nicer bars. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, I'm just gonna, you know, pull up the flyer from the show so I don't forget anybody or any important information. But, uh, yeah, Siphoned just put out their debut EP, produced by Jacob, uh, my bandmate in Creeping Night. Um, I've known all those dudes since, geez, when was it? Um, I've known Siphoned, well, I've known members of that band, but like as a whole collective band. like So my old band, we played a show on May 29th of 2021. I'm trying to remember. Um, and that's when I met Siphoned. And... You know, I've been watching this band live since, you know, I've pretty much been to every single show that they did. Um, They played a few shows at the Token Lounge, and I actually did not go to that because I am a dumb, dumb, stupid idiot. Um, No, I'm just joking. But, yeah, that's how I met Jacob. That's how I, you know, I mean, I really have to give Siphoned a lot of love because I didn't really, you know, they told me about this band called Death. Or I mean, I listened to Death a little bit in high school, and then... Eric, uh, the lead singer, or sorry, the vocalist, I don't know, he doesn't give a shit what I call him, <laughs> yeah, and uh, guitarist of Siphoned, Eric, he showed me, or he told me more about death and more about, you know, death metal, and I'm like, you know what, I'll give it a try, this genre is probably pretty freaking cool, and it, it is, like, honestly, gonna be real here for a second, death metal is my favorite genre of music <laughs> right now. And it has been for a while. There's just something just so raw and different and real about it. Um, okay, but yeah, going back to the show, 
So it was Portal of Pazuzu, Convulsus, Reducer, and 8-Ball Death. And then, yes, Siphoned, we opened the show. We played 30-minute set. Um, and, yeah, it was at Parts and Labor. It was great. Um, yeah, that's the thing about death metal. The shows are always fun. There's always going to be a really, you know, there's going to be a lot of headbanging. There's going to be a lot of stage diving. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff. And the staff at that bar, amazing. The sound guy was funny as fuck, <laughs> making jokes with me uh, about drummers and stuff. And I'm like, finally, self-awareness <laughs> in a sound guy. No, I'm just joking. A lot of the sound guys in this uh, scene, they're pretty cool. Um, but it depends on which one you get. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so Siphoned, I've been watching them, you know, ever since I met them. And, uh, you know... It's funny, though, because, like, you'll watch a band so many times and you think you know all their music, but then you actually, like, try and play it with them and you're like, what the fuck is that? No, I'm just joking. I mean, there was a lot of work to be done with uh, learning the songs and, you know, obviously, I'm a pretty busy guy. So, you know, being able to actually practice these songs, like, with headphones and all that fun stuff, it was, it was, uh... It's definitely something I should have done more of, but I mean, we sounded. We I, I think we sounded really good at the show. I think we played very well. Um, and yeah, so we played uh, played all the songs on their EP, and then if you like the band Death, <laughs> we also played Pull the Plug. Everybody really liked that. Thank God. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Every because Pull the Plug, we were talking about this at like when Eric and Caleb came to my house and jammed. Like we were like. Or no, I was like, guys, like, Pull the Plug is, like, it's becoming really popular. It's, like, in Death's top five most streamed songs. It's, like, their fourth most streamed song. And that's off an album by Death, which is not really too... Well, I mean, okay, then we go into this other discussion of, like, mainstream Death versus, you know, nobody cares about the first maybe two or three Death records. I mean, they're not nearly as much as the, everybody talks about symbolic, human, the sound of perseverance. Nobody really talks about leprosy then but but yeah everybody really liked pull the plug um that's a really like it's a pretty like rudimentary death song but it's also like a song that's a lot more tricky than you would realize especially like um that the uh the before the chorus the pre-chorus the when they start doing and now it is the only way they start doing the tremolo like being able to do the double bass under that fuck <laughs> and uh you know trying to work a lot on my drumming working on my endurance and shit but like being able to do that consistently even though it's like a slower pattern it's like uh but like with your uh with your kick drums uh i mean i can honestly pull a clip pull up a clip of it here in post but uh maybe not but uh but yeah pull the plug great song really hard to play though and then um yeah played a new siphon song that I helped them write a few months ago. You'll be probably hearing that soon. And uh yeah, siphoned. Go check them out. Go follow them. My uh my uh my my my, my bandmate Jacob really made that EP sound fucking badass. No, like really like probably one of my personal favorite mixes um in terms of like my my friend's bands i don't know <laughs> i mean uh if you like uh you know it's got like that it's got that modern punch to it but it still has a lot of old school vibe to it um and i feel like for death metal that's kind of the like it's the same thing with the new revocation record and we'll talk about that like dave davidson himself said that he specifically 
chose the guy to mix the new revocation record because he wanted a modern punch but with an old death old school death metal feel and i'm like yeah <laughs> um but i guess moving on um before i talk about mashuga i kind of want to talk a little bit more about necromaniacal um you know wow i'm fucking eight minutes into this and i haven't talked about my own band wow that's character development for me. Oh, I'm just joking. I'm not that much of an asshole. Depends on who you ask. Ahaha. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, Necromaniacal. Basically, what I've been doing is ever since uh, Cauterize came out back in June or July, I'm sorry, that was really rough time period for me because I was going through a breakup. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Cauterized has been out officially um, on streaming since July. And... Uh, I, I like the song, but obviously I was working on that song for such a long time that I kind of got, like, the, you know, it's like that argument, oh, the Metallica has to play it. I understand, and every night they have to listen to it, they have to hear it, they have to play it. Same thing. It's like, they've been doing that shit since 1991. Like, imagine, and I'm complaining about having to listen to my own song for three months. Like, yeah, I like that song. It's definitely a pretty good starting point from this band, but... I really wanted to push the envelope uh, a little bit more. With So basically what I'm going to be doing is um, EP, you know? And it's going to be probably three songs. Nothing too crazy. Maybe I'll just do a fucking cop-out and throw Cauterized on it. I don't know, as the fourth track. Maybe I'll clean it, the mix up a little bit or so we'll figure something out. Do a remix. Do a industrial remix do a hawaiian acoustic ukulele remix featuring the cast of disney's moana <laughs> featuring 21 pilots no i'm just joking um and uh yeah so basically speaking of revocation i was really inspired when they came out with diabolical majesties the first single off their new album that really inspired me to kind of write something a little bit more in that vein if you will like you know instead of focusing on making something just purely heavy in essence, you know, I've been taking uh, a guitar class at Oakland University. It's beginner guitar, but, like, you know, the rudimentary basics of what I've been learning have actually come to fruition in my songwriting. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to make something more cohesive. I wanted to make something a little bit... Excuse me. I wanted to make something a little bit more... I wouldn't say, like, it's not, well, there are some technical parts, but it's more visceral. It's more brutal. It's more angry. It's more fast. Um, I mean, yeah, Cauterized had some pretty fast beats in it, but it always just kind of felt like there was too much changing going on. And with this, like, the drums change, like, every, you know, there's a different, I mean, some people think that's cool, but I thought it kind of was a little distracting, and... That's something as a drummer I need to work on, too, like writing more cohesive drum parts. Or if I'm going to fucking freestyle over the drum set, I need to do it with a little bit more self-awareness, if you will. Um, so, yeah, basically with these new batch of songs, there's two new original songs and there's one cover. Um, and I wanted to do a cover because why not, you know? It'd be really freaking dope if the guy who I'm covering the song by would actually check it out. Like, But, hey, that's wishful thinking. The song hasn't even come out yet. But if you like a band called Sepultura, and you like a certain side project that said old lead singer of Sepultura used to do with some dude named Alex Newport, 
from uh, England, <laughs> then I'm sure you'll like what I what we have in store for you. But yeah, basically, I wanted to put out something a little bit, just give people more, because I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna get real here for a second. Like I have to get an internship for my last semester of college, and I really honestly have no idea um, what the future of Necro is going to... I mean, it's still going to be a thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not shutting it down. But just, like, music might slow way the hell down, and it might just be a podcast. I mean, that's basically what it was, you know? It's basically... Whenever I'm not doing music, it's a podcast. It's like... It's not like a facade or anything like that. It's 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 like... It's like a vehicle... Like for, I know that sounds weird, but it's like I use the Necro name, the I, the 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 images, Ned. Also, I never talked about Ned. Okay, that was kind of, we'll we'll get there in a second. But, but yeah, basically, I use like this character and this uh, this like you know idea of like a larger um, sense of something in order to have an excuse to do this, basically. Um, but. I mean, hey, I've been wanting to do my own music for a long fucking time. Like, shit. You know, honestly, I think it stems back to I was in high school. I listened to the first Foo Fighters record, and I'm like, Dave Grohl did all of that? I can do that. You know, well, I mean, at the time, I couldn't. I didn't know what a fucking power chord was until I was 17 years old. Um, But, yeah, so that's kind of what's going to be happening. You know, I'm going to put out the EP or... We're just going to call it an EP. I'm going to put out the EP whenever, definitely by November. If I don't get this shit done by November, then I'm really a failure of a musician at this point. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just teasing. You get shit done at your own pace. That's what I say. And hopefully these new songs reflect that a little bit. Because, yeah, like... Um, but before I forget to talk about um, that... So, yeah, I there is a name for the guy who's the mascot of our band, Ned, but obviously, I just watched the new Spider-Man movie when it came out, Ned was in, Ned Leeds was in that movie, he was a Sorcerer Supreme, I thought it would be cool, tongue-in-cheek, no, it's fucking not, (laughs) um, but yeah, I guess he's like the pseudo-mascot of this band, but like, honestly, I don't know, I really, that's the thing, it's like, I want the artwork for this band to be consistent, but I'm constantly like finding new ways to source art for this project. Like, I thought about doing AI for a long time, but then, you know, think about AI artwork. I mean, for my band, Creeping Night, uh, we did that, and it came out great. But it's probably only because we got so lucky, you know, with, like, the AI thing. Like, the actual... I, I t- I've typed in so much cool shit in there. Like, fucking skeletons burning dragons, like, in a pile of bones. And... It's pooped out like the most disgusting looking thing ever. Like it doesn't uh, like AI it's too new of an idea, I would say, to work for something like this. So uh So yeah, I mean it's not like I have a set art style in mind, but I have a certain direction. You know, it's like um I I don't even know what I'm like, you know, the first the first fucking song cauterized. I just I, you know, threw that artwork together pretty quickly. Um, 
and I was just like, you know, it looks cool, it, whatever, <laughs> you know. Like, I settled, basically. It, it looks nice, the skeletons are cool, blah, 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 it's green, whatever, call it a day. But now I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I'm kind of feeling like a Japanese, like, sea monster destroying a city. Like, that sounds badass. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, you know. I, I have ADHD. I feel like I have ADHD. I'm not diagnosed with ADHD, but, I mean, I'm a drummer. I can't sit still in literally every aspect of my life, and I... The way I run a podcast is not really the best because of my ADHD. Like, I'll talk about shit for seven hours. Like, I'm about to start doing right now. I'm about to go on another rant about how much ADHD I have. But, uh, but yeah, I'm feeling something a little different for the EP artwork. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, I promise you guys, next batch of songs... Excuse me. Gonna be really fucking shick. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's uh, a whole, like, on the first song, I took my dad's bass and plugged it in to a practice amp and tracked bass that way. No, this time I did something completely different. I bought a new bass. It's a uh, Sterling by Ernie Ball, Music Man, Sub Ray 4 or whatever. $325 budget Stingray bass. I bought that, bought an audio interface, and I just used a virtual amp for bass. I mean, whatever. You know, like, I'm not going to... It's it's DI. It's I think it's DI. I sure hope it is. If not, whatever. We'll figure that out. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah. And I want the vocals on this new EP to be a little bit more uh, actual vocals instead of just grunting brutish yelling and shouting i mean if people like that whatever but i don't know i've been trying to use my actual i've been trying to use my diaphragm more try to um focus on you know tone instead of just how loud i can go or how how high or low i can go um but yeah the vocals are definitely going to be a step up definitely more you know like, I've only been trying to do, like, screamed vocals for a few months now. Um, and I don't have any formal training whatsoever. I know I should probably hit up somebody or, I mean, shit. This is how lazy I am. My, my own fucking bandmate, Jacob, has the Zen of Screaming by Melissa Cross. And he's like, you can you can borrow it anytime you want. And I haven't. <laughs> but then again, that's just kind of how jammed my life is. I I try and sing in the car sing Daughtry and Nickelback in the shower in the morning. I mean, sh shut the fuck up, okay? Like, you probably do the same goddamn thing. Hypocrite. No. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Vocals are going to be definitely more of a step up. Um. And as far as lyrics go, um, I don't know how much I really want to talk about this because I'm still writing the lyrics, but we'll go with it anyway. Um, I wrote Cauterized as like a therapeutic way to ex kind of, uh, you know, it kind of helped me relieve some of the feelings I was feeling at that time, but also I wanted it to be like, I guess like a, like a, not like a rallying call, but just like, hey, look, if you've ever been in a weird situation like I have, like hopefully this can bring some, this can bring you some comfort, you know, hopefully you can relate to it. Like, you know, I would use words and lyrics that were 
happening in my own life, but I'm like, I hope somebody else can find this too. And originally, the first of the two songs that are new, um, I started writing the first one about um, just I've had some mental health struggles over the past two months, you know. Um, I get in my own head, I overthink lots of things. I, uh, I'm trying to have meaningful relationships with people in my life, trying to surround myself with like-minded people, all that fun stuff. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't follow my own rules. I don't, I don't stick to things. I been told to go to talk to somebody and I haven't, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm not trying to say like I'm too good for anything like that, but it's also like, I want to be able to try and figure it out on my own, but then again, there's also going to be a point where it's like, I can't do this on my own. So, yeah. The first song um, that was written for this EP was originally going to be about a struggle I was having. It was basically, not like a, like, look, I don't want to kill myself or anything. I, I want to live. I there There's definitely something to live for. Like, whether it be a person, an idea, an event, whatever. I'm not that depressed i'm not that you know bad but i definitely i was reading these lyrics and it's like man i kind of sound like a whiny little bitch who wants attention um like what was it their the lyrics were take all my woes wash them away with all these sorrow how can i th- like th- how can i smile when i can't even think about tomorrow something really cheesy like that and i'm just kind of like that's not it <laughs> i mean maybe like if the song was more uh the song i, I okay Weird, weird, weird admission here. The song is in drop C, but I kind of wrote it around the key of E. I don't know. I was feeling like, you know, I'm sick and tired of trying to be heavy. I'm just going to... I wrote the intro riff, and then I based pretty much the rest of the song around that riff. Um, but you'll find out eventually. So, yeah, basically it didn't really fit too much. Like, the lyrics didn't match what was going on. So... That song is now about something entirely different. Um, it's about a. It's about a. <laughs> it's gonna sound really weird because, like, look, I've been trying to do research. There's not that much available. Um, I'm in this class at school. It's about the relationship between the media and communication. And there's this. I'm. You know what? I'm not even gonna say it. You know, we're not gonna give it away. But yeah, it's basically about that <laughs> now. It's about. Um, it's about the relationship that, you know, people have with what they consume as far as, like, media and radio and television and stuff goes because that's something I'm passionate about, too, but I'm not going to make a, every song about it. Like, And then also, so the second song that I'm doing for this, it was originally called Bankrupt. It was about, uh, I've okay, I work retail occasionally i work at vans like every two weeks because my boss is cool katie if you're listening to this I, I doubt you are but hey thanks for being so cool appreciate it um so yeah i've seen literally like now this doesn't happen at vans but like i've gone into other stores just like as a customer just looking and like i've literally like watched a fucking grown-ass man buy two three pairs of jordans and then his wife is like they, as soon as they leave the store she starts bitching at him because they can't fucking pay their bills, their utilities, or they can't even eat dinner that night because he fucking bought two, three pairs of Air Jordan 3s or whatever. And I'm sick and tired of that. Uh, and I'm sick and tired of people like, well, 
hang on one second. I was sick and tired of that, but now I'm kind of like, I'm already writing us, like, I'm sick and tired of how people, people literally sell their fucking family out for a pair of shoes, I feel like. So, but yeah, now that the first song is different, it's about media and society. Do I really want to write a song about consumerism? Um, but I guess we'll see what happens. I don't know, because like, this is my band. I can do whatever I want with it. I can write about whatever I want, but I don't want it to be a one-trick pony. But it could also be a cool concept, like two songs about two completely different societal issues, like one song about media and consumption and about, you know, I want to also be able to work in into that song about distracted driving because I fucking hate the amount of people that literally, like we literally have fucking like 90-year-old people driving 25 miles an hour in a 75. They're literally on their phone, like glued to it. They're like filling out their fucking taxes or some shit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Anyways. So, yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll find out. Um, yeah. Necromaniacal. We're going to be, we're going to be making, we're going to be making some, going to be releasing some banger tunes. Um, pretty cool cover. And then I also have something special planned for the coming months. You know, I mentioned the band Death on here a few times. Talk about death metal if you like death. Um, I got something special planned for uh, Chuck. Um, he died on December 13th. I'm hoping that I'm able to put it out on that day so I can... Uh, well, I don't know if I should put it on the day he died, but it's not. that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just like, today we lost Chuck. Here's something special to remember him by. I don't know. We'll, f- we'll, we'll see. We will see. Because um, then again, could be something that could come out later i don't know but yeah so and yeah like i this band the the podcast will still go as much as i can do it but it's literally like i i'm making excuses like i can literally just prop open a microphone and a laptop and get a guest on it's pretty easy it's not that hard um but yeah just before i start like incoherently rambling about nonsense um i guess we'll talk about mashuga so yeah, death metal, extreme metal, all that fun stuff. Especially bands from other countries too. Like one of my one of the albums that I just started listening to, I can't stop, is called "Slaughter of the Soul" by At the Gates, from Sweden. Came out in 1995. Um, and uh, but yeah, Meshuga, they've been on my musical radar. I'd say for like maybe two years, but I didn't really start listening to them until maybe six months ago. Um. But the thing, my problem is, okay, so I have a playlist. It's called Bangers and Ass. It's in the link tree bio of this Instagram account at Necromaniacal Band. Um, and uh, it's basically, oh, you know, it's fucking, it's, it's a playlist that's literally like four days long. Well, no, actually, I'm going to pull it up right here how long it is. But... So yeah, I added a bunch of Mashuga songs to that playlist, but because the playlist, uh, I'm just gonna pull it up here right now. Um, the playlist is literally 172 hours and 59 minutes long, and I'm pretty sure there's well, there's 2,500 songs in this playlist. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna put it on shuffle, and we're gonna see how long it takes me to reach a Mashuga song. We'll play some songs too. If you can guess any of them. You're pretty dope. But I'm also going to pause this and listen back and make sure you can actually hear the music. 
coming through. Ah, uh, that's honestly good enough. Okay, so we're on. I just put on shuffle. Trivium. Exodus. Attack! Attack! Slayer. Metallica. Soundgarden. Periphery. Stone Temple Pilots. Trivium again. Chad Kroger, hero from the Spider-Man soundtrack. Black Dahlia Murder. Spirit Box. A Day to Remember. Black Dahlia Murder. Yeah, okay. I don't even know how I'm going to be able to make this point. Let's just go to a few. Lamb of God. Exodus. Slipknot. Machine Head. All That Remains. I'm just going to look at the next up. Um... Yep, okay, I found I found the first Meshuggah song, and it's there's 15 more songs before it. So that is how fucking congested this playlist is. I need to start making more than just one playlist. The point I'm trying to make here is that I'm a pretty... I'm not like a big, like super... I don't know every song. <laughs> I know a good handful of Meshuggah songs. like, But a good, a good enough handful to be like, I'm going to go see them in concert. Not like, oh, I don't know their music. But, yeah, basically, out of all the songs they played that night, I only knew, like, four. They played, like, 13. Um, so I kind of felt like a little bit of a poser. Um, but, dear God, like, I didn't care. Um, I was too busy getting fucking bodied. I was, okay, also, I was front row Meshuggah, motherfuckers. Eat that. No, I'm just, <laughs> well, maybe I'm a I don't know. I'm not, I don't flex that much in my life. I saw Meshuggah in the front row. Deal with it. But, yeah, I'm literally, like, getting... I'm a, I'm six foot four and I'm like two hundred and thirty pounds, whatever. But yeah, everybody's using me as the human guardrail for whatever reason. They're just like, oh big dude, let's latch onto him. Haha, <laughs> but I've never heard a band sound that tight before live. Like there was literally not one audible mistake. And I've I've heard bands fuck up live, like bigger bands, you know? Like, when the drummer misses a hit, it's pretty obvious because the whole band gets thrown off. Um, like, basically, when the drummer forgets to hit the snare and then he misplaces the note, like, snare, you hit, you hit the snare on two and four. He accidentally hits it on three. Fucks up the whole band. Unless he's a really good drummer. Like, if he's a really good drummer, you won't notice. But Tomas Hake, I'm sorry if I'm butchering his name. Ta ta I'm going to say it more like it is in Swedish. Tomas Hake, Tomas Hak, you know, Tomas, the drummer of Meshuggah, literally a fucking robot. Um, and honestly, he's pretty much the main reason I was there was to watch him. I'm just like, please, dear God, like, let me witness this. Like, I was, that's why I wanted to be front row so I could watch Tom Tomas. You know, he's literally got like the most badass drum set, two kick drums, like you know, that are literally, like, I'm pretty sure he had two fake kick, he had, like, two kick drums set up in front of his kick drums for show, so it made his drum set look long, it made the bass drums look longer, like, normal bass drums, like, what, 22 by 18, 22 by 16, these things looked, yeah, they looked like fucking Lincoln Logs, man, the kick drums, and he's got, like, 30 cymbals, they're all the size of, like, pizzas, like, extra-large, like, 26-inch New York-style pizza. And snare drum sounded like a cannon being fired from the old Civil War. The old Civil War. <laughs> it makes me sound like there's a new Civil War. I mean, shit, with the way this country's going. Anyway, yeah, so um, basically, Tomas, hockey, yeah, I'm a drummer at heart, and basically I was, like, 
simping for this dude the whole set. But, yeah. So, Friedrich Thordenthal is right in front of me. He he he, he cut his hair, basically. And I'm like, okay, I know he's back in the band. I mean, it didn't hit me, because Martin, their other guitar player, he, he hasn't changed his look in, like, a long time. And I was, I just, it was one of those brain fart moments. But this dude literally walked on stage with a fucking eight-string Ibanez. And I've never, well, when Creeping Night played with Realm of Shoal, their guitar player... Um, showed us his guitar. It's an H string, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's the thickest boy I've ever seen in my life." But like, dude, this guitar literally looked like a work of art. I'm not joking, and I've never seen like a guitar look like that. It's never sounded so good. And uh, their bass player, Dick, uh, his name's Dick. I'm, like, I'm not, I'm not joking. <laughs> he had like an Explorer bass. It was so cool. And then Yens came out. Uh. What song do they open with? I think they open with Broken Cog, but let me double check. Um, off the new record. And it like that song is um uh, well hang on, let's make sure I'm actually talking about that song. Um, the right one. Meshuga. Yeah, Broken Cog. They open with Broken Cog and it's like this really long intro. It's like dun 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 like it's 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 just like this big like, you know, we're hitting these drums, they sound like cannons, and we're just hitting an open and he's just sitting like he's just standing there like nodding his head like he comes out and i'm like fuck dude like this is gonna be a great show and then yeah honestly like the highlight of that show for me was when yen's uh he comes more towards like he was pretty reserved which i mean okay i mean they're they're getting a little old i understand that you know just kind of want to chill play their music and be done whatever but yeah, he came up to like I was uh I was like more to the left, like in the front, like I was in front of stage right, but to me it was like 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 the left side basically, and he came more over like in the middle and he saw this giant group of people, um just like lifting this dude up and he like gave them like the famous face of approval like the the meme face like the face um. I'm trying to, like, you know, like, when he, like, puts his, when he, like, lets his eyes do the thing, and he, like, does, like, that weird, like, thing with his teeth, like, he did one of those, and I'm like, yes, dude, like, oh, my God, because I was worried, I'm like, oh, my God, like, well, where we were, me and my friend Carter, his name is also Carter, <laughs> shout out to my boy Carter Fisher, um, we went to that concert together, and yeah, like, we're uh, standing, like, in the front first three four rows it's mostly younger people but there were a lot of uh um well of course everybody starts drinking then they get violent so yeah i was like thank god mashuga had a good crowd in detroit because i know i've been to some shows here and it's like really guys like we're like there's a fucking hardcore punk van in front of us there's a fucking death metal well i've never been to a lot of death metal until recently but most of the death metal shows i've been to have been pretty good but but yeah like before that i'm like you guys, you guys, you guys are making us look like chumps, but yeah, Meshuga, Meshuga. If you, if you, they like, you know how much tickets were for that concert? They're like thirty-five dollars, and we got to stand in the front row and basically get almost get killed. It was awesome. Like, if you don't go to shows like that, if you don't do enough of that, then. I mean, I'm not going to be mean here. Like, obviously, I didn't go to a lot of concerts until as of late. I didn't really start going to concerts, like, seriously until concerts came back from COVID. Um, but, yeah, if you don't do that, life's too short not to. Because, like, 
What if what if Tomas from Mashuga gets another fucking herniated disc or whatever his injury was, and he doesn't come back here for like four years? That would suck. So if you're gonna go to a show, go to it. Don't even think about it. And then I I'm so sorry. I skipped to the best part of it. I didn't even talk about Converge. Um, I don't even know if I really have the energy to talk about them for that long. But um, not that I don't like them or anything, but we're at 36 minutes here. And I think you, as the listener, are probably getting fucking sick of hearing me talk at this point. I mean, but thank you for listening. Um, that band was utter insanity. Like, honestly, they were, like, Meshuggah was at, like, a level 12. Converge was at, eleven, like, like 10. Like, 10 or 11. Like, they were up there. Like, whew, Jacob... Jacob Bannon, I think that's his name. Um, he's their singer, and dear God, he can screech like a fucking banshee. Like even like, um, I'm not. I don't mean this as a diss or anything, but like, it's basically the um the more mature, more badass version of Brian Garris, or at least like you know, Brian sounds a lot like Jacob. Jacob doesn't sound a lot like like because Jacob did it first. Jacob Bannon did. The, yeah, you know, I the really high. I have a canker sore in my mouth, so I. That's also why I'm like I haven't recorded vocals for this shit yet, but yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it's basically like oh, I love Knocked Loose and Converge. I only really know maybe like three songs. I'm sorry, and then this concert and that shit made me want to listen to more of their music. And then also their fucking bass player gave me the set list, like I have it in my room. I've been so busy, I haven't even had time to frame it. But, uh, yeah, that was a great show. Um, they played Dark Horse, Aimless Arrow, Under Duress, Axe to Fall. Um, there's a lot of songs in here with acronyms. Like, Ictiviapi, I-C-T-Y-A-P. They play Concubine, uh, Predatory Glow. But, yeah. And it was funny because, so, the set list that I have, it's actually double-sided. And I think the other side has different songs on it. Um, yeah, a little bit, yeah, because they were, like, they were making it funny. They they made a joke. I thought it was hilarious, and I'm like, I love it when bands do this. Like, their drummer's name is Ben. They're like, Ben's really, like, or Jacob says something of, like, man, Ben's having a lot of fun with us tonight because we changed the set list, and then, dude, this drummer, like, I'm a drummer. I love drummers. Like, Ben Collar, fuck, dude, if you've ever, if you're a drummer and you don't know about him, you have to watch him. He's so fun to watch because it's, like, he's so into it, but he's not. It's like the perfect balance. Like he knows he's good, but he doesn't give a fuck. He's like making like all these funny faces. Like, oh yeah, I literally just did that. Like, like I literally just did that. Like a fucking boss. Like, bitch, you know. Like, and I'm just like, yes. And uh, that Tama drum set he was rocking was pretty. It had like that uh, ruby swirl. I think. Well, at least that's what the drum set probably looked a completely different color underneath all those lights. That's what I'm trying to say. But yeah. Beautiful, beautiful drum set. Beautiful drummer. Um, beating the piss out of those cans. He's like, I want to be able to, he's, I think he's like in his 40s. I want to be able to do that shit when I'm older. Um, but yeah, Converge, they were great. And uh, I don't really want to talk about the opening band. No, the opening band wasn't bad. They're called Torch. Um, I don't know. I just felt like they they played good. Their drummer was great. Obviously, you know, I'm literally, like, just, like, fanboying about all the drummers that, that were at this show. Ha, ha, ha. Um, yeah, their their music was cool. I just thought they're, they could have sounded a little bit better. I don't know. There's a lot of, like, fuzz on the guitar. 
I mean, they are a stoner rock band, but it was it wasn't like the good like Matt Pike fuzz. It was like the uh, like the plasma pedal fuzz almost like too much, sounding like uh, a turbine, or not even a turbine, just sounding like you know like I don't know, but like a fuzz pedal. You know, when I think of fuzz, I think of like Siamese Dream, Mountain, Dinosaur Junior. When I say mountain, oh, I came from the mountain, or no, mountain. I came from the mountain by the OCs. That's a great song. But Mountain Man by Dinosaur Jr. Shit was recorded in a living room. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm a snob. Don't listen to me. My opinion doesn't mean fucking anything. Um, but yeah, I'm not saying don't go listen to Torch or anything. They're great. I just, you know. That's the thing. I feel like sometimes I'm too much of a snob. It's like, oh, I can't listen to this song because of the production. I'm like, Carter, shut the fuck up. It's a song. It's not a, uh, it's not, <laughs> it's not a life or death scenario, you know. Um, but yeah, that concert was amazing, and uh, I'm also going to see Revocation uh, at the Sanctuary. It's on October thirteenth, I believe. Um, and that's another record that just came out, Nether Heaven. It's the new Revocation album. If I could recommend that, I'd also recommend the new Stray from the Path record. It's called Euthanasia. Um, if you like Rage Against the Machine, if you like heavy metalcore, then check out Stray from the Path, Euthanasia. Um, and also, if you go to Nether, the Nether Heaven uh, tour for Revocation, the show at the Sanctuary, um, you can catch this really great local band called Nether Gate open for them. And uh, the drummer of Nether Gate, I've known him on Facebook for, I think I've been friends with him for like maybe two years. But I just met him the other night at the Siphon Show. His name's Kyle Wagner. He's one of the greatest drummers in the local scene. Probably one of the better drummers in the fucking state of Michigan and the entire country, if you ask me. Like, dude can literally blast beat like it's nothing. Um, but yeah, he and his band are going to be opening for Revocation. I'm super stoked to see them. Check them out. Super, super stoked to see Revocation because it's like... I feel like that's a band that, well, they're going to play a lot of new stuff off this new record. I need to cram myself on the new album, so I feel like I know most of the songs. But, yeah, they're a band that's like I like them enough. I've checked out the lyrics to a lot of their songs. Um, and, yeah, it is uh, Thursday, October 13th at the Sanctuary in Hamtramck. Um, yeah, we're at 42 minutes right now. Um, I don't really think there's much else to talk about. Um if you need a good television recommendation, I highly recommend this is also new, new season of Cobra Kai. <laughs> I mean, look, people are like, oh, the show's cheesy. I mean, it's really not. I mean, okay, I know some of the lines and dialogue and, like, the whole karate thing. Like, suspend your disbelief for five seconds, okay? And just accept the fact that this television show that originally premiered on YouTube Premium has pretty consistent storytelling and character development. More consistent than some of the shit that's on actual network TV. But yeah, season five just came out. It was great. It's uh, I thought it was really good to the point where I needed to rewatch the whole show. I'm now on season four. Um, <laughs> season four of a show I already watched. Man, I really need to get a life. Um just really want to make sure I'm covering all the bases here. I mean, I really need to start writing out a list of things I want to talk about on this on on the podcast episodes as opposed to just like literally pretty much every single podcast you've heard 
um, has just been kind of improv, and that's really crazy to me because I've been able to do two guest appearances so far, one with uh, Bella Morte and one with Joe, and I feel like they flowed pretty well. But obviously, that's something I want to keep in mind for the future. You know, having more consistency with these podcasts, having them uh, be more easy to digest as opposed to just going on random tangents. Like I, So basically, I recorded this very same podcast the other night, and I just had like no energy. I wasn't really feeling too much of it, and it didn't sound very focused. So I hope that, you know, by me bearing that in mind this time around, it comes out a lot more organic and a lot more consistent. But yeah, I think uh, 45 minutes for this podcast is wrapping it up pretty nicely. So yeah, I just want to say, you know, if you follow this page, if you listen to the podcast, if you do anything like that, like really from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Because I'm not a big social media guy. I don't have, you know, connections. I'm not an influencer, blah, 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 blah. So yeah. And like being able to keep your attention for 45 minutes, like, and you being able to give me your attention for that long, it really means the world to me. And yeah, I want to keep doing this. I mean, I don't do it because I need clout or verification or, or sorry, not verification, validation. Um, I do it because I love it. And I do it because it's fun. And it makes me feel like I have control over something in my life. Isn't that something special? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I, I'm really excited about this new music that's coming out. And uh, stay tuned for more podcast episodes. Like I mentioned at the beginning, uh, I want to try and branch out a little bit. Maybe see if I can bring this podcast to my college and the radio station, um, WXOU. Make sure you check that out. And this has been the Necro Podcast. Thank you all so much. Have a great day.